Classic Rock. It's 5.32 and a little frosty out there. Might have to scrape if you park outside or go through three cycles of your uh, command start like Pete does. Two cycles and half a jug of windshield washer fluid. We're good to roll. Boom. I bought some of that yesterday. It was almost $8. And you got to go see our friends in, uh, at Napa and some places. They usually do it for like two bucks. What? Yeah, man. They always have a, a pregame sale come time like September or something, and you go and you buy the case, and you're good for the winter. Cost you like $11, and you're good for the whole winter. I hate having to buy them at the Impulse gas station there, because what are you going to do? They know they got you you're by gonna the short You're going to pay curves. $7 exactly. is what you're going to do. Windshield washer fluid actually upsets me. Of all the things I piss money away on, I mean, you think this wouldn't be the one that I get upset at? Mm-hmm. But every time you push the button, it's like, oh, there goes 30 cents. You know what I mean? It's almost to the point where you spend almost $8 on windshield washer fluid. You're compelled to buy the uh, two chocolate bars for two sixty nine just to think that you got a good deal. Yeah. And it's not even that tasty, that stuff, too, if you make a cocktail with it. <laughs> Minus six. And uh, if you have blue goo in your reservoir, you may need it here later today because it's going to get up to uh, sunny plus four today. Now you got to switch to the summertime windshield washer fluid. What's <laughs> no, going on here? Don't do that because you're going to need the blue stuff on Wednesday. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, you're definitely going to be needing the blue stuff, uh, the stuff that's good to minus 35. Uh, six degrees tomorrow, 10 degrees in the sun on Saturday, and five degrees Sunday. It looks like a terrific weekend again, minus six to start your day here this morning, so you have that to look forward to. Um, George Richards, Canada's choice for big and tall menswear, is having their biggest sale of the season. A huge selection of sports shirts, pants, sweaters, and outerwear. 25 to 50% off. Visit George Richards West Edmonton Mall or Southgate Center today. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. And now, oh, we have our group buying agreement today. We'll do that just before 6 o'clock. I have a crazy story about lottery winner, too. Hope some hope some chi rubs off on our group buying agreement from that. Right now, though, the 540 Funny is brought to you by the comic strip appearing this week. Our guest on tomorrow's show, Amir K. This is great to be here, man, with my people. I swear to God, it's so nice. It is so nice. I perform all over the country, and recently I was in Alabama. <laughs> see, the, see, the people are already laughing because they know it's not the place for me. I swear, I was there and I knew as soon as I got off the airplane, the Iranian population in Alabama went up 100%. I don't belong there. And when I got on the airplane, it was not like this nice mixed crowd, smiling faces. It was all white, 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 white. And not normal white people like we have here in California. Every person on this plane looked like they were on an episode of Hoarders one time. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. It's a little frosty out there this morning. You're going to have to deal with some frost on the windshield of your car if you park outside. Uh, Sunshine later today in a high of 4 degrees. 6 tomorrow, 10 Saturday, 5 Sunday. Terrific weekend in store. Minus six to start your day. The comic strip this week at the comic strip. Don't miss from Mad TV and the movie Argo. It's Amir K. Be in the know about every show at the comic strip.ca. 
Travelers, a little heads up here. You should avoid using public USB power charging stations in places like airports, hotels, and other locations like malls and, and stuff like that because there's a new trend, and it's called juice jacking. All right? So the USB charger scam often referred to as juice jacking is where they load a bunch of malware onto these stations so you plug it in, and the next thing you know, there goes all your money. So... It isn't widespread at this point, but when it starts out, you know, uh, that's going to expand. So. so these are these little things where you can have the multiple cords come out and you can just pick one, whichever one that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or just even like any, like, you know, it's got a USB connection port uh, like next to the airport seats and stuff. Right. They'll just get behind it and put a, uh, put a jumper between that and there. And then thanks very much. Oh, the bastards. So uh, ways to avoid this. Take you, your own charger yeah. cord? Or, yeah. Well, no, it's not so much your own charger cord as like bringing one of those those portable chargers that runs off like a Duracell or an Energizer. All right. So you're not actually plugging into anybody's grid uh, or use just your AC power outlet and not the USB charger. Well, that's, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, it, that's what you meant by power cord. I got you. Yeah, so that you're plugging into an actual outlet rather than one of those USB things. Juice jacking. It's a thing. Hmm. You know, if these people would use their powers for good and right? not evil... Right? Like, that's... I, I mean... Pff. I don't want to call it a power move because it's not, but it's pretty ingenious, isn't it? No. Like, I mean, I'm not tipping my hat, but I'm a little bit. But if they can think of this, can, they, can right. they think of things that would benefit society rather than, you know, right? just. just uh, I, I Man, I completely agree with you. Douchebags. Uh, the Leafs fired Mike Babcock yesterday and Leaf Nation wept. What's next for Babcock, Hoof, Calgary? Podcast on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Battling with Babcock. <laughs> you people out there in Leaf Nation, uh, what's <laughs> next? Uh, Calgary, Tampa, Seattle in a year and a half? Uh, while it's highly unlikely that Babcock decides to call it a career, he certainly has the ability to take his time in making his next move. He signed the richest head coaching contract in the NHL uh, history. Get out, really? Yeah, eight years, $50 million with 50 the 50 for a coach? Yeah, back in 2015. So he still has nearly three seasons left on that deal, meaning he stands to collect more than oh, $18 million for, from the Leafs. Well, the, while sitting on his ass? Yeah. Good for little Babcock. Yeah, little Babcock and his $18 million reasons to... Oof, he could put out a podcast and just let it trash. Who yeah. cares? He's got all the money. I got a, he's probably going to just buy some drones and go fishing. Because that's the new thing, fishing with drones. Is it? I prefer dynamite. I saw an article on it yesterday. I thought, wow, really? You've gone from dynamite to, you know, like first there was night fishing where yeah. you shine lights and the fish come up and you just yeah. get them. Pop, and then pop, pop. Dynamite. Uh -huh. and, then just, and then there was hillbilly hand fishing. And now there's fishing with drones. It's insane. It's time to be alive. It sure is. What happens if your drone crashes, though, into the water? Then the fish gets your well, drone. Well, you're going to lose your lure. $3,000 <laughs> drone in the water. My lure! Uh, uh, the world's first. my willow leaf. I was trolling. <laughs> world's first birth control for men could be available within six months there, big shooter. There's one catch. It's an injection, and it's straight to the groin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds pleasant. The world's first contraceptive injection for men uh, has had testing. Indian scientists announced the clinical trials have been completed on the drug, the contraceptive, which remains effective for, ready for this, though, for 13 years before wow. I lose. I know, that's a bit long. 
A lot can happen in 13 years. 13 years is the gestation period for a sloth. Did you know that? I do now. <laughs> it's How it's, do I forget that? It's I've, not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 13 years. I mean, that's like four Hollywood marriages. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so then it loses its potency. Hmm. Now it has, uh, and are you ready for this? A 97.3 success rate. You could say it rocks. It sure does. It yeah. classic rocks. Yeah. To the groin. Uh-huh. A lot like our morning show. It's a punch in the groin. It can be from time to time. All right, little Terry, what's your next story? Uh, it's an interesting thing. Uh, I could tell you all about uh, how the cabinet uh, was sworn in yesterday, and, and they should start working on the CN Rail thing so we can get our oil and grain to market. Right. But uh, let's just go with something a little more fun. At the quarter point of the season, it's up uh, for the fourth straight year, scoring in the NHL. Now, if we toss out uh, the goal that teams are credited with when they win the shootout, we're seeing an average of 6.07 goals per game this season. Scoring hasn't been this high since the wacky 2005-2006 season. Now, a fun way to look at this... Wasn't that the strike the year before the strike season? Uh, it was, uh, yeah, they came uh, and they started calling everything, trying to get the fans back because they had lost the fans. It was strike-related. Yes, okay. you're right. Uh, so I let's, sportsed. Yeah, let's look at it this way. Leon Dreisaitl yeah. is on on pace to join an extremely exclusive club. On pace can be misleading at this point in the season because there's still plenty of time to regress from a hot start, I guess. But let's just play this out, you know. So after 22 games, he had 43 points. Okay. NHL's leading scorer. He's on track to finish with 160 points. The only two players in NHL history to reach that total are Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. They did it 13 times combined. Now, if you want to talk about Connor, the best player in the world, uh, Connor Dreisaitl's teammate on the Edmonton Oilers has 40 points through uh, 22 games. I know they've played 23 now, but I'm just, I know he's got 43. But just two, through 22 games, he had 40 points. That's a 149-point pace, which would match Yarmer Yager's best season. Uh, the 150-point club, by the way, has only five members. Gretzky, Lemieux, Steve Eiserman, Phil Esposito, and Bernie Nichols. Those last three guys only did it once each. Stevie Y did it. That's Stevie Y hit 150 points once. Was he on Detroit at the time when he did that? Uh, that's Probably. the only team he played for, so yes, he would have. I thought yeah. he, okay. Uh, and Phil Esposito and uh, Phil Esposito doing it back in the day? I just like that last name. Esposito? Yeah. Why not? Good right. Italian boy. Hey? Hey? I thought it was Mexican. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there are so many. The, the Mexican population in the NHL prevalent. Yes, uh. sports. Yes, Tony Esposito, Phil's brother, is yeah. my favorite goalie from back in the day. Chicago. It's, it's just there. You go. A little interesting fun fact about on pace for your Edmonton Oilers. They play tonight in Los Angeles. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here are some things you don't need to know. All righty. Well, if you've ever had a hard time finding it, this may be right up your alley. Perhaps that's a wrong choice of words, too. Okay. Who's ready to learn more about the hoo-ha? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
All right, give me the cha-cha. The, uh, <laughs> that's another name for it. Uh, the world's first vagina museum has opened up this past weekend in London after a worldwide crowdfunding campaign drummed up $65,000 for the project. Cool. And if you've ever, uh, if you've spent years uh, searching for it, uh, you don't have to worry. You'll you'll find it at this museum. Um, well, one of the exhibits might be tougher to find. Well, that's the thing. They're saying, no, uh, you will find it there. Uh, and it's, uh, the big myth is that it's tiny. No, it's, uh, it's not. What are they going to use, like a giant yoga ball to represent this? But it's, uh, there is probably, you'd have to pay your admission to... Uh, <laughs> 60 grand they raised for this? $65,000 in a crowdfunding campaign to open the world's first vagina museum. This gives me hope for some of the crazy ideas I come with that night. Oh, I like the Terry Evans Museum. That's an idea? You're going to crowdfund for that? Yeah. You know, just pieces of your history there, a lock of your hair, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of pillows people could touch. The Vagina Museum. Vagina Museum. Oh, boy. How do you tell the kids? We're not going to Disney this <laughs> this year. <laughs> We're going to go see something else that's goofy. Yeah, it's not called Wally World. <laughs> Framazama World. Framazam. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock. When we saw pictures of this earlier this week, I thought Pete's head was going to just pop completely off his shoulders. Uh, on Sunday, Ford unveiled its new SUV. It's called the Mach-E. Yes, it's a Mustang SUV. Like, no, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! No! Pete no! Is, Pete is a, a Mustang owner. And uh, I have a proud blue oval man. Sure. Uh, virtually every automaker is now poised to roll out new electric vehicles. And this is going to be the new one for the Ford Motor Company. I'm biting my tongue until you let me loose. They originally thought they might harken back to the Mach 1 days, but everybody went bananas when they revealed that at some car show back in 2018. So they changed it to the Mach E, meaning electric. It's going to... Well, here, I'll let, uh, I'll let this guy uh, describe it. Have you got the... Uh, I got you. All right, let's put this... Uh, see this guy. He's got... It brings in some of these classic Mustang design cues, the tri-bar taillights, the signature headlights. Okay, so you got the taillights, you got the headlights, you got the look of the Mustang right there, front and back. Um, you know, kind of the, the fastback profile. No, you don't. I think you've got a fastback profile. None like, of this is accurate. This looks exactly like the bullet car, Pete. None of this is accurate. Exactly like Steve McQueen's car. I am boiling over here, Terry. Get okay. to it. And takes it in a completely new direction, uh -huh. you know, as a little bit higher riding. Right. It's a Ford, oh, you know, four-door, five-passenger. Four-door, five-passenger, higher riding, you know, because 
That's just what you, 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 It's actually a usable vehicle. It's it, kind of the, the opening play in a broader strategy. There you go. That's uh, that's how the guy described it. One of these, Fire this guy. <laughs> he's just a car expert. He doesn't work he's for He's not the, an expert. He's just he's just doing an analysis of the car. It's a, see, now... Oh my re- God. Okay, whoever designed this at Ford, and then whoever greenlit the idea to put the Mustang name on it, and mm. i got to choose my words wisely because I am in bed with Ford here. Right. Uh, they should be fired. <laughs> That's my wise wow, words. Wow, Pete, get off the fence. Yeah, I know. You know what? I bet you it's a cool vehicle, and I bet you it's got a lot going for it. Ford definitely needs to, you know, dip its toes into the EV market. It's a huge market. It is going to be part of the people movers of the future. But you don't take the iconic Mustang that's been around since 1967, one of the most storied cars with heritage, and then slap it on a four-door SUV. Who are these people? Well, hey, Porsche came out with the Cayenne. It's a four-door SUV. It doesn't count. That's the brand. It's the same thing. No, that would be them to, to make that analogy, that would be Porsche 911 making a four-door 911 Oh, I electric. see. You say okay? the model. Yeah. It's this model specific. Yeah, you're never going to see a Corvette minivan, okay? It's just not <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's the new uh, Corvette Ford Transit Hybrid. Yeah. We've listened to our customers, and our Corvette customers say this is what they want. This had Corvette you, had, oh, has dual God. sliding doors on either side. <laughs> For ease of loading cargo. For ease of loading fat Americans that drive Corvettes. If you'd if you'd like to get your cargo there quicker, oh try the God. new Corvette Cargo. It's so bad. You know who else did this? Uh, who did this? The Dodge Dart. Remember the Dodge Dart from the 70s? Cool muscle car, right? And then they brought it back, and it's a four-door neon, basically. Front-wheel drive. Mm. Not even rear-wheel drive. Like I mean, it's an economy car. Don't take beautiful cars of the past and rebrand them to try and move units and then just decimate the name in the process. The Mustang is one of the most heritage... I mean, it's one of the most iconic names in American cars. You don't slap this on a four-door SUV. All right, calm your tits. Lee Iacocca right now is rolling around in his grave. Of course he is. He, what, what, after he invented the K car? You don't think he's uh, already rolling around in his grave? Fair. But he had a lot to do with, like, the Ford GT. Yes. He had a lot to do with the Ford racing Oh, I program. know. He was working with Ford at the time of the design of all of the Mustang business there back in oh the day. Oh, my God. I, I, is this what a heart attack feels like? <laughs> <laughs> 780-451-8097. Give us a call. What are your thoughts about the Mach-E, the four-door Mustang? Need a little nitroglycerin <laughs> for the heart. K97 Traffic. Oh, my God. I'm still, uh, still trying to catch my breath. Breathe into this paper bag. <sighs> put Mustang on Actually, it. Actually, just t- here, take this one-time-use plastic bag and put it over your head. I've got a zip tie. I can... That was really rude, Terry. That was really, really rude. Mm-hmm. I never trash you for your sports knowledge. 780-451-8097. <laughs> if you see any traffic problems out there, I just try and help you sell cars. Oh, yeah. Thanks for your help. I'm always there for you. I don't know how much there I can be right now. I know. You're my John Bon Jovi. <laughs> get $40. <laughs> uh, get $40 off your next set of tires with Laughlin Tires winter rebate. For details, go to Laughlin.ca. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete, Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock. K97. Hi, K97. Who's this? Ralph. Yes, Ralph. You like the uh, Mustang SUV? No, I think it's total blasphemy. It's like back in the day, the, the original Chevy Nova was a beautiful car. Then mm-hmm. he came out with a crappy little Nova 2. 
Uh, the Ford Bronco had the original Ford Bronco was an awesome product. Mm. And then '84 they came out with the dinky little Bronco too. That was like the SUV that flipped over if you if you if you fired about it. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. I did, I, I, I feel the same way about the Pontiac Fiero. And then they, I mean, they just bastardized yeah. that. They didn't model that after anything. Oh, I it thought... was an independent car. <laughs> it was a horrible. It was a horrible design. No matter what happens. Not really, man. Mid-engine, rear-wheel drive. That was kind of a sporty little car. The only problem was it spontaneously. Combusted. And the, 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 the Mustang, to me, like my all-time favorite car, is like a 1973 uh, Ford Boss Mustang. And now to hear like stuff like this, it just irritates the blood. To say it nicely, I'm gonna have a heart attack in the next three minutes alone. You guys I, need to take one of those little pills, those little aspirin things, and call your get, doctor. Just get one of Terry's towels and make a pillow and lie down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Uh, minus six, a little frosty this morning. You'll probably have to scrape if you park outside unless you run through three cycles of your command start like Pete. Redu- reducing his carbon footprint. Hey, somebody's got to keep this province thriving. Yeah. Uh, four degrees the expected high today with sunshine. Six tomorrow, ten Saturday, five Sunday. Looks like a nice weekend. It's dry. It's dry. I'm, I put lotion on. I hate lotion. Uh, Maybe you're wrapping yourself in those towels a little too long. Maybe. Sucking the moisture. I, out of I doubt that that's it, Pete, but... <laughs> they've, they've, you've overwicked. Thanks for the possibility. Uh, Canadian Natural Resources. Further your career as a heavy equipment tech at their open house in Royal Hotel in Nisku today from 9 to 4 p.m. Just try tamping yourself dry with them. Maybe that'll help. Just tap, tap, just, tap, just tap, 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 tap yourself okay. dry. Okay, all keep, right. I've... Keep that moisture in the pores, okay? All right. All right. I'll do my best. Your lotion. It puts the lotion on the skin. Or I hate gets, lotion. Or it gets the towel again. I, but I get my my hand. Like my fingertips are cracked. I oh, was doing stuff in the. This my, is not news, but I agree. Nothing worse than when they start cracking by the nails. Yeah, here. you're doing stuff out in the garage where it's dusty or dirty or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, the day and the later in the day, you get all the, the like. I got that one there. I got oh, that. Muffin. <laughs> Travelers should avoid using public. <laughs> well, let me here. Travelers should avoid using public USB power charging stations in airports, especially during the Christmas season. Hotels, other locations, uh, you know, the public ones where you just kind of jack in with your USB cord here. Right. Yeah. There's a new scam. It's called juice jacking. All right. Uh, so criminals uh, open up the socket, put a little jumper between there and the charger, and bada boom, bada bing, they've got your Facebook password, and now they're messaging your ex. And a whole lot of stuff can happen here. Or they can steal your money. I mean, it depends on what they want to do with it. But the moral is they're taking everything. They should catch those people and uh, just tase them, right? When they're they're playing with electricity, they should just... They should juice jack them. Juice jack them. It even sounds disgusting, the name that they've... The moniker that they've labeled this with. Juice jacking? Juice jacking. Juice jacking. Need any of that at the airport? There's enough filthy things at an airport. Fair. So anyway, this isn't an epidemic yet. It's kind of just coming to light. But, you know, once uh, it starts, it's going to continue on, much like the ATM scams where they put skins over them, et cetera, et cetera. Solution should be take your own little cube with your own little wire and plug it into an electrical outlet. Well, the best the best way to do this is buy one of those portable charging for emergencies, you know, where you put a couple of energizers in and then you just juice jack off of that because nobody can get in and, and, and steal your stuff. Can there. you please not say juice jack off of that? I will now try and see how many times I can. 
Good Christ. God, I'm bike. quick with wording, aren't I? Yes, you are. All right, buddy, go. They seem to come out of your head before your head processes them. Uh, the Leafs fired... <laughs> Sorry. The Leafs fired Mike Babcock yesterday. <laughs> Babcock's off the team. Uh, yeah, Leaf Nation wept. What's next for Mike Babcock, you know? He signed that big eight-year, $18 million deal. He's got three years left on it. Or sorry, yeah, $50 million deal. He's got $18 million left to be paid on it. Word on the street is babbling with Babcock. The podcast fires up tomorrow. Sure, sure. Mike Babcock and Don Cherry together. You people of Leaf Nation who fired uh, the coach and stuff. Uh, so they, everybody's saying what next? What, Calgary, they're not doing very well. Uh, there's rumblings about their coach. Same with Tampa. Uh, what? Maybe he just you know hangs tight and uh, goes in and is the first coach for the Seattle team coming up. Who knows what's going to happen, but it certainly took over the Toronto Sports Network yesterday, didn't it? They always, and I felt bad too. I mean, they kept using such somber photos of him, like where he had no lips and just kind of like really frowning. <laughs> it's like, poor guy, he got fired. Could we not find a better picture for this poor guy? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Here's some good news for men out there. World's first birth control for dudes could be available in six months. There is a catch, though. It's an injection straight to the coin purse. Oh. Yeah. So that's going to hurt sales, a little people say. Uh, the world's first contraceptive... I mean, it, they've been testing it. Indian scientists announced that clinical trials have been completed on the drug, contraceptive, which remains effective. You ready for this? Yeah. 13 years before the potency starts to wear off. Heavy, man. That's a long time. It is. I mean, think about where you were 13 years ago. Uh, I think I was at a doctor's office getting a vasectomy. That's also effective. <laughs> yeah. 13 years ago, I would have... Oh, what's that? That's Those are your vas deferens. Is that what those are? I think that's what those are. It's twice in a week we've used the term vas deferens, I want to say. New from Ford, the five-passenger <laughs> vas deferens. <laughs> when you're plugging it in for that electric charge, you can juice jack off anything now. All right. So this contraceptive has a, you ready to, a 97.3% sex uh, success rate. <laughs> you could say it really rocks. That's, oh, wow. This has just gone askew, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Super vast deference, boy. Uh, at the quarter point of the season, it's up for the fourth straight year. We're seeing an average of 6.07 goals per game this season in the NHL. So uh, big doings for the fans. Scoring hasn't been this high since the wacky 2005-2006 season where they tried to get the fans back after the strike. The thing about it is it's fun to look at this and say, okay, well, we're on pace for, you know, when you're looking at guys like Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. So after 22 games... Dreisaitl was at 43 points. Now, yes, there's still plenty of time to regress from a hot start and all that, but 43 points after only 22 games, that puts him in the 160-point region for the season. The only two players in the NHL history that have done that are Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. Between the two of them, they've done it 13 times. So that's pretty lofty company. Yeah. If you want to talk about uh, Connor, uh, you know, he's on pace, have 40 points after 22 games. I know he scored three more the other night. Uh, 149 point pace. So you get to the 150 point club. Uh, that matches Yarmer Yager's best season. Uh, there's only five players in league history that have done that. Gretzky, Lemieux, Steve Eiserman, Phil Esposito, and Bernie Nichols. 
So there, there. That's that's what you're looking at. It could be, it could be historical years for Drysaddle and McDavid right now. And of course, the Oilers going up against uh, Los Angeles, who don't seem to have an answer for McDavid right now, other than uh, number eight, Drew Doughty. Going to the game tonight? No, it's in Los Angeles. I'd love to, but. Uh, Ah, I didn't know. Maybe Take you're... my Mach E down there. Oh, God, shut up, shut up, shut up. 30 miles at a time and then charge it for an hour. <laughs> Juice Jack along the way and keep going. <laughs> it's the Inside Dish with Titch. Brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the north and Team Ford in the south. Classic Rock. K97. He writes things and people pay him money. Post Media. And you can follow him on Twitter at Rob underscore Tichkowski. The inside dish with Titch here today. Wow, that was something in the uh, in the great... That was way better than the mums trip in San Jose, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, once you ditch the mums, everything uh, everything goes uh, great for you. Yeah. I tell you, that, that, was a, that was a really impressive victory against a, a tough opponent. The Sharks were on a uh, a six-game win streak, and the others just went in there and and, and really took them apart. It's yeah. Just everything is going right for this team right now, you know. And um, honestly, I think it's you know we keep waiting for this thing to to slow down or for the wheels to fall off or, or for something to go a little bit sideways. Like how long can this team sus- you know sustain what they've been doing when only two guys are doing most of the scoring and the whole thing? But you know, you're 23 games into the season now, teams. Fifth overall, power plays, first in the league, friendly killing third. I think it's time to maybe, you know, really reevaluate who we think uh, the Edmonton Oilers are. Uh-oh. It's starting to look like they're for real. Uh-oh. It looks like, yeah, Titch is on the wagon yeah, here. A lot, of, a lot of people were talking about no playoffs again this year, but 23 games in and uh, suddenly so the tide is turning. Well, I mean, you look at Connor. If Connor keeps getting three points a game and Dreisaitl keeps chipping in, he's on his scoring streak. And, I mean, you know, Kara and Granlin both scored. Kara's uh, scored three goals in the last two games. So That was the thing. Like, you know, as soon as some of the other guys start kicking in, then you see how difficult this team can be to play against because not only do you have to worry about, you know, the two best players in the league, but all of a sudden if they get some, you know, some scoring from the uh, the rest of the uh, uh, forwards, then, it, then it's a really difficult team to play against because it's coming from all angles and they don't need a lot of help you just need a you know a couple of guys kicking in you know every game and it doesn't have to be the same guys and you just saw the difference it made like Kara scored a huge goal late in the third period there to to, to you know you know when it looked like the Sharks were coming back you just get a key goal from a from a secondary player and boom you're on your you're on your way and it's funny Holland said at the start of the season like we asked him when he came in and, you know, the others had come off in like another crappy year and, like, you know, what are the goals? And he said, our goal is to make the playoff. And we looked at each other and shook our heads and we're like, you know, these guys these guys aren't making the playoffs. But uh, <laughs> sure enough, like, uh, they're well on. They're like, they're going to make it now. All I have to do is play 500 the rest of the way. Right. And they're still going to make it. Like, they've already had their, their drought and their slump where they won three games out of nine. And they're still here. So yeah. uh, it's... You know they're they're well on their way. Meanwhile, down Highway Two, mm. <laughs> is, it, is it possible to make this any sweeter for Edmonton Oilers fans? Like, not only are they having one of their best years in forever, but uh, the Flames are in the tank, and and a big reason for Edmonton's resurgence is, is a couple of former Calgary players. Like, you you literally can't write this stuff, but uh, but here we are, and it's funny, like. 
Well, isn't that what they pay you to do? Write this stuff? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, damn it. <laughs> the gig is up. So it, 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 you know, I guess it's hard to believe that taking you know some of the worst pieces from one of the worst other teams wouldn't help Calgary. But, uh, yeah, I guess it didn't. Like, uh, you know, Lucic and Tobias Reeder. I guess, in fairness, they were due, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a gamble that probably a lot of other teams wouldn't have taken. Yeah. Uh, the rest of this trip, uh, there's Los Angeles here and uh, then Vegas Saturday and then, uh, what is it, Colorado and Arizona next week? Yeah, they got yeah, back-to-back. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough grind. I mean, it's just, the Oilers are sort of discovering now that you... So once you get to this level, you have to stay there. You know, you can't let it. You can't let it go and let it sag for a little bit because there's a lot of teams right on their heels, and they're trying to track you down. And the Oilers, you know, as good as they're going, you have to remember that this is still a team that's that's learning how to win and learning how to be a good team. And it it looks like they're embracing it. You know, they they're talking amongst themselves about. You know, you know, good teams don't lose two in a row, and we have to be ready because teams are coming for us, and we want to stay where we are, and that's. That's exactly what you want to hear from a team. And, you know, the, the way they recovered from, you know, that little slump of theirs shows that there's uh, a lot of the, the, the things you want to see in a team are, are happening for these guys. Well, hopefully it keeps perpetuating itself. And leave the mums at home. <laughs> yeah, well, they were good for a while, but uh, you know what mums are like. <laughs> Go ahead and write that down, Tish. <laughs> The Inside Dish with Titch, Rob Tichkowski, at Rob underscore Tichkowski on Twitter. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock. K97. Hello, K97. Who is this? It's Ann. And what's going on, Ann? Is that Ann with an E? It absolutely is. If you, if you wanted to buy a vowel, the E, on Wheel of Fortune, how much would it cost you? Oh, I should know that. Uh, I don't know. It would cost it would no, it would cost you fifty dollars more than you just won. Oh wow. <laughs> I think aren't vowels two hundred and fifty dollars? I think they are on Wheel of Fortune. So we, okay. We, okay, boomer. We, <laughs> <laughs> we have just under the amount of money for you. Perfect. That it would uh, take to buy a vowel on Wheel of Fortune. Your color number nine, Ann, awesome. and you've won two hundred dollars. Awesome. awesome! I was one, five, and eight last night. Oh wow! <laughs> well, now you're number nine. Perfect. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. So there you go, Ann with an E wins two hundred dollars. Nothing to sneeze at when somebody places two hundred bones in your grubby little mitts. I'd uh, I'd like two hundred bucks. Just for listening to the radio machine. I bet. Uh, people have been winning $100, $200, $300 left, right, and center with K97's $40,000 foreplay. But, you know, this contest ends tomorrow night at midnight. And we've been told that there's still a $10,000 prize out there. Yeah, and they're not lying to us. They, they, they wouldn't make us sound stupid on air. So now, it's 5 to 8 on Thursday morning. Okay. Are you doing some math there, uh, Super Shoots? Yeah. Okay, what do so you do? What, what does doing? that uh, put us at? Uh, it's uh, 8, 12, uh, 16 hours left today and 24 hours left tomorrow. All right? Sure, I checks out. Give us a ding on that one. So what's that, 40 hours? Give or take. Okay. Yeah, 40 hours, and that so, means somebody's going to walk away with $10,000. Within the next 40 hours by listening to K97, all you have to do is listen for those four songs. Just the the four songs that 
you hear, you've probably heard a hundred times before. Except they're worth $2,500 apiece when all four of them are played in their entirety. Yeah. Back to back. Doesn't matter the order. You're listening to uh, For Deer Maker by Led Zeppelin. Mm. More, more than a feeling. Hot for Teacher. Uh, back in Black. Those are the four songs. When you hear one or all four of those, you want to call 780 You're probably thinking to yourself, man. I mean, $100, $200, $300 would be awesome, but what's it like to win $10,000? Well, what, why don't you just, here, listen to Linda. Hello, K97, who is this? It's Ann. And what's going on, Ann? Is that that's Ann? Folks, that's Ann. We just had Ann win $200. Let's... Well, that, we're all winners today yes, here. Yes, we are. Hello, do, do... K97. Hi there. Hi, what's your name? Linda. Linda, you're calling for? Uh, the foursome. Please give me a foursome. <laughs> please give you a foursome. Wow, aren't you adventurous? Linda, you are yeah. caller number nine. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. I've been trying this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Ten you just won 10 grand. Thousand. Oh, my Sorry. <laughs> Not joking, you're caller number nine. Oh God, I love you guys. Oh. <laughs> we love oh you. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you in shock to say the least? Oh I my think? God, I am freaking out. Are, are you pulled over? Are you safely on the side <laughs> I, of the road? My phone's going to die. I only had 2% left. Oh, my God. You only had 2% on your phone? That's a lucky Oh, my God, one. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you guys, please don't joke. Them. We're not joking. We're not joking with not you, joking, Linda. joking, Linda. Oh, my God. Thank you. I love you guys. There you go. What That's are you going to do with $10,000, Linda? Oh, my God. Well, the kids are going to have a really good Christmas. That's what it sounds like to win $10,000. Are you going to be next? I forgot she only had 2%. Oh, yeah. She's, it was. It's like the, I'm dying. <laughs> that commercial that runs on TV. I, we're dying. The two. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Bet your phone's charged all the time now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, Linda won the ten grand. Uh, Kim also won $10,000, and uh, you could be next. Uh, make sure you got it here on K97. That's the only way you're going to win $10,000 is by hearing those four songs and being caller number nine when you do. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Even knowing that it's going to be four today, six tomorrow, ten degrees on Saturday, I went out and shoveled yesterday. We live on a corner lot now. Well, we did before. You did before. Yeah, I know. But uh, went out and shoveled for the... Kids that are walking back and forth to the park. And He's your backpack blower for the lawnmower hospital? No, I just went out and did got some exercise. Didn't think it necessitated the backpack blower. Just it was a little wet, a little little. Uh, the St. Albert Oompa Loompas are on vacation right now. I thought they all did that for you. They just come out, shovel. No, no, I sh- I shovel my I shovel my business, but thank you, Pete. Uh, Barcole, when it comes to residential and commercial <laughs> doors and windows, there's only one name, Barcole. Visit Barcole.com. <laughs> yeah, we definitely shovel a lot of stuff on this show, don't you we? Think, you think we, just because we live in St. Albert, we have people to do everything? Isn't that the case? Why else would you pay the property taxes you do? 
<laughs> World's first birth control for men could be available in six months. There's one catch, though. It's an injection straight to the California raisins, right in the groin there. An ejection or yeah. injection? Ejection, injection. I don't want any of that ejection down in my conjecture. <laughs> so it's the world's first contraceptive injection for men and could be available uh, soon. Within this year, they're thinking 2020, that is. Indian scientists announced that the clinical trials have been completed on the drug. They were successful. It's effective for 13 years, though, before it starts to lose its potency. That's a long time. So you got to get injected again? If, yeah. Or, I mean, like, geez, a lot can change in 13 years. They might need to take about 60 70% out of its potency on well, that one. Here's a question for you there, mister. I don't want to have a, a children. Uh... Yeah. You're about to get married here coming up in 2020. Am I going to get injected into the uh, proverbial you, uh, coin purse? Have you guys discussed this? Is it uh, mutual where there's not going to be children involved? How come you haven't got the uh, injection or vasectomy just yet? Thanks, Mom. Um, so, <laughs> Oh, is Loren listening right now? What are you doing to is me? Is she up right now? I try and help you sell cars. You just keep... Digging me a hole. Evans. She did her her uh, her business. Does she also have stirrups? She could probably do the vasectomy right there. Get your vas deferens and some crazy uh, spring leaf lamp or something like that. I'm gonna take one of those towels and choke you to death. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next story, Terry. All right, then. Uh, Mike was fired yesterday. Yes, it was the shot heard round the league. Leaf Nations wept. wept. Oh, my goodness. They needed a My Towel from my t- MyPillow.ca to... Dry up all those tears. Yes, uh, Mike Babcock was fired, but he'll be okay. There's a lot of people asking him, uh, you know, what? hey, what are you going to do? Well, it's a little early, but... Eh, hey, I hear there's going to be a podcast with him soon. Uh, there, there might be. Uh, Calgary is uh, having some issues. There's rumblings about their coach. Uh, Tampa also having some issues. Maybe he's just going to be the first coach for the new Seattle franchise when it opens up in a year and a half or whatever it is. The Seattle Starbucks? Uh, whatever they are going to end up calling them, the Kraken. Uh, he, Mike Babcock signed his eight-year deal worth $50 million with the Leafs back in 2015. Well, it's 2019. That means he's got three and a half years left on an eight-year deal. That means he's still got $18 million coming to him from the Leafs over the next three and a half years. So He's not going to be uh, an Uber Eats driver anytime he's, soon? He's going to be okay. It's just, uh, you know, what do you he's going to get a little side hustle going? Is he going to take up a hobby? Is he going to start building puzzles? What's you know what's he going to be doing? Maybe he'll start his train set like Rod Stewart did. Maybe he'll start a train set. That would, that would be something too. Did you see Rod Stewart's train set? Wasn't that phenomenal? It's pretty awesome. It's uh, like how long has he been doing that? 26 That's years. Unbelievable. That's a whole other story though. So Yeah, it is. Uh, how about this? Travelers, you should be uh, you should be, you know, knowledgeable about this when you're you're traveling during the Christmas season. You're going to want to avoid using public USB power charging stations in places like airports, hotels, you know, the public places like that because they could, could, I'm using the quotey fingers, could mm. contain dangerous malware. It's the new way that scammers are getting at your information. So you plug in your iPhone just so you can check Facebook and what have you. Do it for the gram. Let everybody know that you're traveling. And then the next thing you know... Your credit cards and everything are stolen. Bank accounts empty. So, I mean, it's not an epidemic right now or anything like that, but it is happening, so it's something that you want to you wanna watch out for. It's called juice jacking. What a name. 
I'm going to avoid commenting any further from that because I already put my foot in my mouth on that one last hour. Mm-hmm. So a waste, sure waste to avoid being juice jacked is you're going to want to... Uh, Buy one of those portable chargers. That's the best way. So you can pick those up anywhere. They're kind of battery operated by like an Energizer or a Duracell. Enough to get you a charge in a pinch and, and moving forward. Why don't you just haul around a generator behind you? Uh, Greta would not like that. No? Okay. Uh What's your security question? You know, when you go through the uh, website or whatever it is, whether it's banking or oh, your sure. Let's Netflix put this out account. There. No, what's the question? Do they ask you what your dog's your first dog's name was or what your mother's maiden name is? What did something? you want to be when you grew up? Is that is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the that's, basketball player. That's <laughs> That's fine. At this point we're all used to answering those security questions on websites like what was your first concert? But this one's new. One of the possible security questions you can answer for JetBlue, the airline down in the yeah. states. Yeah. If you sign up for a JetBlue airline account down there, uh, one of the security questions is what is the name of your favorite child? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, it's going to be bad news when JetBlue inevitably gets hacked and people can find out what their parents answered. But uh, anyway, somebody tweeted a screenshot of that question from their website on Tuesday. It's gone viral and people are having a conniption, of course, over JetBlue because we're finding out that you do have a favorite child. So what's your favorite child? Hey, you want to throw me under the bus on this radio machine? Who do you like more? Oh, my God. Kate can't dance worth a pinch. (laughs) Yeah, but she gets far less photo radar tickets than Riley does. Oh, there is that, too, yeah. yeah. K-97. Poor Pete. I thought he was going to have an aneurysm earlier this week when we first saw Sunday. They revealed the new Ford Mustang SUV called the Mach-E. It's going to be an electric, and it, well, let's here. Let's uh, let's let this guy, this uh, auto enthusiast or expert uh, critique guy, explain here. It brings in some of these classic Mustang design cues: the tri-bar tail lights, mm-hmm. the signature headlights. There you go. The head, headlights and tail lights are going to be the same as the Mustang that you've got, Pete. Um, you know, kind of the the fastback profile. Ah, fastback profile. Just- no! Just God. like just like Steve McQueen's uh, the bullet there, it's just to have that fastback profile and takes it in a completely new direction. You yeah, know, has oh yeah, a little bit higher riding. There's a four you know four door, uh-huh. five passenger, four door, five passenger Mustang. Yeah, it's taking it in a new direction, all right. See, Pete has the sporty Mustang and uh, doesn't like the idea of this it's, new... Dude, it's not even that. Like, I, I, I said this earlier. I'm not that brand or, uh, you know, that car loyal. I am loyal to Ford. I love Ford. I love the Blue Oval. But, yep. I, I mean, it's just one of those cars that's just rich in pedigree and everything. You can't just slap that name on an SUV with an electric motor and be like, dude, that's all right, right? Okay, cool. Who hey, greenlit this? They did. They even made the Porsche Cayenne. It's not that. No, see, this would be the equivalent of taking the Porsche 911 and making it an SUV. Oh, I see what you mean. This is the Mustang to a Mustang SUV. Yeah. And instead, it's always... You, you wouldn't want... Okay, I see. I you, see. you get what I'm laying down Well, here? still, I, I mean, when when Porsche came out with the SUV, I was like, what? And, and then Maserati's got one out. I mean, It'd every, be like, a, you know, here's your Corvette smart car, you know? Now, Corvette yeah. minivan. Your 
Corvette SUV. <laughs> All right. Bear's on the phone. Go ahead, Bear. What do you think? Well, it's been done before. <clears throat> There's already uh, five of them that exist in the world. Uh, they were designed in 65 on the 65 platform. They were a two-door station wagon Mustang by a guy by the name of Robert Cumberford. And they were built on stock 65 notchbacks. Right. Yeah, and um, so it's basically they're reinventing it because of the market share. Basically, I agree. Don't touch it. It's a Mustang. They also did that at the very start of the Mustang run before it had its, you know, its iconicness and everything and its heritage and its pedigree that was attached to it, right? So then after, you know, five decades or whatever we're at since the mid-60s, you can't just slap Mustang on an SUV now. No, I, 100%. But, yeah. I mean, they they isn't it interesting that what is old is new again? And oh, we've yeah. We've seen that over the last 10 years, They 10 to 12 years. They they brought back all of the uh, Mother Mopars. They brought back the Mustangs. The other the other big ones, the Pontiac, and uh, I'm waiting for Chevy. I mean, they redid the Corvette uh, as a mid-engine this year. And, yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is. It's uh, They're just, what they do is they go back in the history books and go, oh, that's a good idea. People won't remember. Mm-hmm. I I kids I just can't wait to to have them put that wood panel down the side of the Mustang like uh, we we had our old uh, station wagon there. You're killing me, Terry. K ninety seven. Look at the hairs just stood up on my arms because Satisfaction was one of our forty thousand dollar foreplay songs in the past uh, few weeks, right? Yes, it was. And it just made me think because to, tomorrow night at midnight this contest ends, and we'll know by then. The name of who's walking away with $10,000 could be you. Yeah, we thought for maybe we were giving away the $10,000 this morning, but it just ended up being two songs. So, I mean, and super happy to win 200 bucks. That helps with Christmas shopping. Are you kidding me? Right. So, Anne's happy with that. Yeah. But that means between now and midnight tomorrow night, mm-hmm. somebody who listens to K97 is going to hear those four songs back to back to back to back. Dear Maker by Led Zeppelin, Boston's More Than a Feeling, Hot for Teacher by Van Heflin, and then ACDC's Back in Black. Somebody's going to hear those four songs in their entirety back to back to back to back. Be caller number nine and win $10,000. Here's a little power tip for you, too, because we are running down to the wire on this. If you can't listen, uh, you know, at a certain time, join up with a friend, right? Be like, hey, you you, you take these hours while I'm not, and I take these hours, and we'll split, split it. Five, it. G, five Gs a piece sure, or something. Sure, why not? It's up to you. If you find yourself in a situation where there's not a radio in your warehouse, get it on your app. Get a Stingray yeah. app. You download the Stingray app. Boom, it'll pop up. The Stingray radio station's right there. You'll be able to listen to K97 right on your phone. Put an earbud in. You'll look super cool. Like an AirPod? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a cordless earbud thing? Oh, man. Doesn't look douchey at all. Shooter. Get a Bluetooth in one side yeah. and then an AirPod in the other and pilot your used BMW 3 Series to your real estate conference. You're ready to go. That was descriptive. Um, yeah. I just... <laughs> You just gave me an those. idea for a side hustle. <laughs> I hate those earpods. Get one with a cord, please. Okay. Uh, but I do want to say this. Hey, Terry does bring up a point. If you do listen online, there is a slight delay. So you have to hear the songs in their entirety, but you can only be about 20 seconds 
you know, before the song oh, ends uh, to call in. Uh, it's, it's a power. It's you, a power move. You don't know what the time period is going to be. Just uh, you may. The thing is, no, no, I'm just saying there's a delay from what airs here right. no, to no, there. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's, uh, the thing is, you have to hear all four songs. Yes, in their entirety. So, yeah. like, if even if you do hear the beginning of the fourth song, yeah, that's not the time. No, yeah, that's not when you call. Mm-mm. You got to hear it in its entirety. And then the phone lines open up. And then you got to be. Caller number nine. The angels sing. And you win $10,000. It's not complicated at all. No. It's really not. Do you know how to turn on your radio? I do. Do you know how to dial a phone? I think so. Can you say hello? Bonjour. Voila. (laughs) With Titch. Brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the north and Team Ford in the south. Classic Rock. K97. He writes things and people pay him money. Post Media. And you can follow him on Twitter at Rob underscore Tichkowski. The inside dish with Titch here today. Wow, that was something in the uh, in the great. That was way better than the mums trip in San Jose, wasn't it? <laughs> Once you ditch the mums, everything uh, everything goes uh, great for you. Yeah. I'll tell you that. That was a that was a really impressive victory against a, a tough opponent. The Sharks were on a. Uh, a six-game win streak, and the others just went in there and and, and really took them apart. It's yeah. just everything is going right for this team right now, you know. And um, honestly, I think it, you know, we keep waiting for this thing to to slow down or for the wheels to fall off or or for something to go a little bit sideways. Like how long can this team, sus- you know, sustain what they've been doing when only two guys are doing most of the scoring and the whole thing? But you know, you're 23 games into the season now, teams. Fifth overall, power plays first in the league, family killing third. I think it's time to maybe, you know, really reevaluate who we think uh, the Edmonton Oilers are. Uh oh. It's starting to look like they're for real. Uh oh. It looks like, yeah, Titch is on the wagon yeah, here. A lot, of, a lot of people were talking about no playoffs again this year, but 23 games in, and uh, suddenly so the tide is turning. Well, I mean, you look at Connor. If Connor keeps getting three points a game and Dreisaitl keeps chipping in, he's on his scoring streak. And, I mean, you know, Kara and Granlin both scored. Kara's uh, scored three goals in the last two games. So that was the thing. Like, you know, as soon as. Some of the other guys start kicking in. Then you see how difficult this team can be to play against. Because not only do you have to worry about you know the two best players in the league, but all of a sudden if they get some you know some scoring from the uh, the rest of the uh, forwards, then it then it's a really difficult team to play against because it's coming from all angles and they don't need a lot of help. You just need a you know a couple of guys kicking in you know every game, and it doesn't have to be the same guys and. You just saw the difference it made. Like Kara scored a huge goal late in the third period there to, to, to you know, you know when it looked like the Sharks were coming back, you just get a key goal from a from a secondary player, and boom, you're on your you're on your way. And it's funny, Holland said at the start of the season, like we asked him when he came in, and you know the others had come off in like another crappy year, and like you know what are the goals? And he said our goal is to make the playoffs. And we looked at each other and shook our heads, and we're like. You know these guys. These guys aren't making the playoffs, but uh, <laughs> sure enough, like uh, they're well on. The, like they're going to make it now. All I have to do is play 500 the rest of the way, right? And they're still going to make it. Like they've already had their their drought and their slump where they won three games out of nine, and they're still here. So yeah. I, it's you know they're they're well on their way. Meanwhile, down Highway Two. Mm. <laughs> is it possible to make this? Any sweeter for Evans and Oilers fans. Like, not only are they having one of their best years in forever, but uh, the Flames are in the tank. 
and and a big reason for Edmonton's resurgence is, is a couple of former Calgary players. Like you, you literally can't write this stuff, but uh, but here we are, and it's funny. Like, well, isn't that it, what they pay you to do? Write this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> the gig is up. So it, it, it's, it's you know I guess it's hard to believe that taking you know some of the worst pieces from one of the worst order teams wouldn't help Calgary, but uh, yeah, I guess it didn't. Like uh, you know, Lucic and Tobias Reader. I guess, in fairness, they were due, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a gamble that probably a lot of other teams wouldn't have taken. Yeah. Uh, the rest of this trip, uh, there's Los Angeles here and uh, then Vegas Saturday and then, uh, what is it, Colorado and Arizona next week? Yeah, they got yeah, back-to-back. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough grind. I mean, it's a, the Oilers are sort of discovering now that you... So once you get to this level, you have to stay there. You know, you can't let it. You can't let it go and let it sag for a little bit because there's a lot of teams right on the heels, and they're trying to track you down. And the Oilers, you know, as good as they're going, you have to remember that this is still a team that's that's learning how to win and learning how to be a good team. And it it looks like they're embracing it. You know, they they're talking amongst themselves about. You know, you know, good teams don't lose two in a row, and we have to be ready because teams are coming for us, and we want to stay where we are, and that's. That's exactly what you want to hear from a team. And, you know, the, the way they recovered from, you know, that little slump of theirs shows that there's uh, a lot of the, the, the things you want to see in a team are, are happening for these guys. Well, hopefully it keeps perpetuating itself. And leave the mums at home. <laughs> yeah, well, they were good for a while, but uh, you know what mums are like. <laughs> Go ahead and write that down, Tish. <laughs> The Inside Dish with Titch, Rob Tichkowski, at Rob underscore Tichkowski on Twitter.